Welcome to Manowaker Studios Flash Fiction Podcast. I'm CB Derogi. This week, Strange Tractors by Gustavo Bondoni. Redmond sweated at the controls. No amount of insulation could fully keep the heat of this place out of the cabin. He pulled hard on the joystick, causing the massive floating spider to scurry a thousand meters to the west on its ceramic floats. He peered into the opaque red surface below him, trying to spot the telltale gray streaks that denoted an ore-rich eddy in the viscous liquid. The plume was breaching the surface. Soon the liquid rock and metal would mix with the surface flow, creating a current, ten or fifteen meters deep, easily mined. He had to act now. He continued to stare at the surface, trying to time his moment, not wanting to lose his position. The tractor shuddered as it floated on the rolling liquid, but he refused to let that disturb his concentration. Wait for it. Wait for it. There. He pressed a button on the control panel and pushed the joystick forward once more. A huge gear-driven apparatus that looked a lot like a ventilation fan with the blades set in an aggressive angle lowered itself into the molten mass of stone and metal that composed the hellish surface of the planet. The spider-like tractor shuddered as power was transferred to the mixer. Redman coaxed the stick from one side to the other, trying to create the perfect initial conditions. Despite all the technology available to channel the flow of lava, and all the diagnostics available to predict where the river with the richest mineral deposits would go, the most efficient way of mining this planet was to create the rich flow where you wanted it so that it passed right under where you'd already placed your mining plant. And the only way to make the chaotic, roiling convection current go in the preferred direction was to attack it at its source and make the initial conditions right. Computer simulations had been used extensively to predict the chaotic behavior of the molten metal. Initial conditions had been studied and predictions made. The model was ready for field testing. The computers had failed miserably. The cost of airlifting the mining sites to the distant rivers of highly concentrated valuable metal had nearly bankrupted the operation. Only the fact that the planet really was a motherlode managed to keep the system viable. Redman was part of the solution, one so simple that it was nearly silly. Some human engineers, who'd been on the planet for the whole construction phase of the project, with nothing to do but study the flow of molten metal and rock, had taken one look at the simulations and said, that's never going to work. You need to push the top of the plume that way. After the nth failure in which the computer simulation sent a river of rich lava almost in exactly the wrong direction, an engineer had been sent out on one of the tractors to try it his way. The perfect bullseye had made the station immediately hyper-profitable, and the company had been extremely interested to know how he'd done it. It just felt right, the man had replied, and thus had been born the Teasers Union. 
Redmond was a teaser. He was a good teaser, with a great feel for how to nudge any system to get a good river going in the right direction. But it just feels right, left little room for certainty. Certainty was something rarely found in chaotic systems of any kind. He understood how the weathermen from Earth must have felt at the mercy of the capricious forces of chaotic nature. The main difference was that they had better models back home, having had much more time in which to study the behavior of cold fronts and depressions. He watched the plume he'd teased, tension building sweat dripping off the point of his nose. Would the upwelling of dense metal coalesce into a single shallow river aimed in the right direction and moving at the right speed? Had he tweaked the initial conditions sufficiently? Not stirring hard enough could make the river sluggish, too full of dense elements and less profitable to mine on an hourly basis. Too much stirring could demolish the flow, splitting it into smaller rivers, none of which would pay the bills. Of course, stirring in the wrong place would affect the initial condition sufficiently to send the river off in any direction. And of course, controlling chaos was all about getting the initial conditions exactly right. Well, there was nothing more he could do about it. This game of Russian roulette had been played. The trigger pulled. Teasing was a high-stakes game. Not on the safety side, of course, at least not any more. The capsules were sink-proof and the insulation could last for hours if they capsized, much more than the time needed for rescue. No, the gamble was economics. A good river would earn a huge bonus. A bad one would not cover your costs and lower your chances of getting the next job. Capsizing meant bankruptcy. Redman had had five good rivers and one marginal one in the last year. He was probably the richest individual on this infernal molten rock. He could have anything available on the planet. But this plume, this river, was the one he needed to nail to get the one thing he wanted most. The bonus on this one, plus the sale value of his tractor, would scrape the money together to make his dream come true. This one would allow him to buy his ticket back to Earth. This has been Strange Tractors. Written by Gustavo Bondoni. Manawaker Studios Flash Fiction Podcast is supported by patrons on Patreon. Visit patreon.com slash manawaker to find out more. The Flash Fiction Podcast theme song is by Kevin McLeod. Manawaker Studios Director of Dice is Ben Baston. The podcast is produced, edited, and narrated by me, C.B. Drogi. You can follow me on Twitter at C-B-D-R-O-E-G-E. Thanks for listening. Thank you.